one thing that you get done during the day because i feel like sometimes people look too far into the future and it's good to have that goal but you also gotta like have the steps that it's gonna take to get you what's up y'all and welcome back to q a friday where me and maybe a guest answer your questions if you have a question you want answered on this podcast email roughnextpodcast at gmail.com let's get into it one last thing before we get into today's episode. A lot of people ask how they can support the podcast. Well, I have a couple easy ways. The first way is just listen and subscribe. And another thing you can do is go follow the Roughnecks podcast on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube as well. If you get something out of today's show, then do me a favor. Share it with a friend. If you really want to go above and beyond to support the podcast, then head over to roughnextpodcast.com and get you some of that merch. I appreciate all of the support, but let's get into today's episode. up everybody this is the second episode of the day uh i think it's the first time that i've ever done the double episode day um it's because i didn't record and was supposed to have fast friday number three last friday didn't get it done uh i was supposed to have what's up wednesday to replace fast friday also didn't get it done so this morning you listen to fast friday if you haven't go listen to fast friday and now we are on to q a friday number three it is the third one really the only the second one the first one was just me and it was kind of a a crappy one last one with d fair was pretty good but now we're on to q a friday number three and i have another guest jesse beachy welcome back to the roughnecks podcast for the third time i believe yeah i think it is a third time actually. you might you're getting up there i think you might be one of the most reappearing guests teddy i don't know if really counts but i think you're the like you've been on the podcast the most out of any of my guests shoot i'm fine with that Have me and, on as I mean, much as and you, you know want. you're not done because i don't know if i've announced it yet i mean i announced oh. the the i we don't even have a name for it i think we, did we come up with hold my beer is that what we came up with because friday beers is already in the count on instagram and yeah. the blue check mark and everything so we can't really do that one but friday the whole friday beers hold my beer watch this whatever we called it that will be on every episode that ends in a six starting with 86 and that will be march 18th it'll be a friday it was the first one and it'll be me you and good old texan teddy <laughs> us three there we do not have a plan for this i have no plan for this i'm kind of waiting until it gets closer but it's just kind of be shooting the shit drinking some beers and uh going from there even though you said you haven't drank in like a month we just talked about this as i'm drinking a bush latte right now yeah i'm probably gonna be a little rough on that one (laughs) but um so you've already done the background i don't remember what episodes you were in exactly but there's two episodes it was like 30 something and then you and teddy in another episode which was was that this year? No, that was last year. It would have been like, I don't even know. But he's been on two episodes. Go listen to those episodes if you want a background on Teddy. I'm not going to make you, or Teddy, Jesse. I'm not going to make you go through the background whole thing again because we've done that a handful of times. But so what Q&A Friday is exactly is 
I get questions from the fans and from my guests. I ask all of my guests to give a question as well, but they give me a question. I'm going to read you basically the subject line. I have like one word, a couple words for each one. I don't really, I know the questions because I'm the one who gets the questions, but I don't prepare for this. You have zero idea what the questions are, but we're just going to sit here and answer these questions. So the first three that I'm going to give you, I'm going to go a little bit out of order so I can, uh, eh, eh. Okay, so actually, there's one that I'll answer later. But so we got lessons, accountability, and love. Which one do you want to answer first? Mm, let's go with lessons. So, lessons. This was from Ellie Smith in episode 75. And it was What is the biggest thing? What is the biggest thing that you learned in 2021? Biggest thing I learned in 2021. 2021, I feel like, was a learning for a lot of different things in a lot of different areas for everybody. Yeah. Because of the state of the world and just especially like our age, we're going through weird things too right now. That is true. I'm not, well, the first thing that comes to mind, I guess, I'm not going to get real like, into like all the political side mm-hmm. of it yeah I, I didn't plan on that either hear about that but uh it's just like finding information for yourself i mean whether that be i mean reliable information i guess would be a better way to put it because you can't just i mean everybody has an opinion and that's perfectly fine everybody's entitled to their own opinion they can say what they want but I mean, with something being an opinion, it can, it's either an opinion or it can be a fact. If, I mean, if you can prove what you're saying, then it's a fact. And then, but you got to find that out for yourself. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we've kind of talked about on this podcast uh, recently is like, you know, whatever side of the political spectrum that you're on, that you're on, when you look at things, people are so one-sided anymore like you need to kind of watch like it like you need to watch fox news and i don't even know which one covers what because i don't watch any of them but like you need to watch both sides of the spectrum and people are like well why it's just gonna make me mad but like you're going to learn more about the argument that's about to come at you whatever it is and that like this is a political example but this is with anything and like in life with all that you like i've been told we've been told many times like you know read about things that you disagree with or listen to things that you disagree with because it, you're just it's better to know both sides than to only be one side exactly i mean that's the same way with like if you get into an argument with somebody like you're obviously going to feel one way but if you don't listen to what they're saying or even like try understand like where they're coming from nothing's ever gonna get better no ever i guess my thing that i learned like the biggest thing i learned in 2021 i thought about how to say this and there's kind of two different ways but they mean the exact same thing you can always continue to improve and don't get too comfortable i look at that in like a relationship sense football you know the podcast, school, just a lot of things. I felt like I kind of got to a point where I got complacent and was like, 
I'm, I'm good. I'm like, all right. Yeah. They're like, this is good. And then all of a sudden I was like, realized I wasn't growing. I was just kind of like riding that wave and just staying exactly where I'm at. And, you know, it, it kind of like got a kick in the ass. Like, Hey, you're pretty far for where you're at, but like, you need, like th- you need to do like this, this, and this, and this, because if you don't do it now, then like later in life, you're going to be regretting it. And then like, I've had some people, mentors in my life that have like kind of worked with me through this. And it's just, it kind of made me wake up and realize like, wow, like most of the year of 2021, I feel like I just kind of stayed the same. Didn't really improve as much as I could have. Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely. And that's like one of the first things that comes to mind when you said that about like always there's something more to learn would be like, fitness for example because like there's gonna be something that works for somebody and that'll work 100% perfectly for them and then somebody else can try and go copy that and do it and it just won't work for them yeah so we're gonna move on to the next question um and I'm going to pick this one and I'm just gonna get it out of the way because it's not really I feel like it's not really a question for a guest. It's more of a question for me. And this is from Casey Flaherty. She's been on the podcast. She has her own podcast called The Traveling Mermaid. If you guys haven't listened to it, go check it out if you want to laugh. Um, definitely more of a female-based audience, in my opinion. But, like, I'm male and I listen. And it gives me a good laugh. There's some episodes that don't really fit, I feel like, for me. But it, it is what it is. But her question was top five episodes top five favorite episodes and after 70 what this is episode 80 technically 80 episodes it's kind of hard to pick a top five but um i'm kind of making my list right now uh i don't think i'm gonna do an order because an order is gonna be even more difficult and i didn't (laughs) I didn't prepare for this. I don't even know how to spell right now. Uh, to remember. I'm literally looking through all the episodes right now, trying to figure it out. I was going to say. Well, that's the thing. Like, and there, this isn't saying that I didn't like any of the other episodes. Like, I, I genuinely enjoyed pretty much every episode I think I've ever recorded. <clears throat> Other than the first one with Jesse. That one was kind of... I'm just kidding. It was a joke. It was a bad one, but <laughs> oh, episode 36 is Jesse Beachy, by the way. If anybody cares and wants to go listen. Uh-huh. We're almost to the end. I got three down. Hmm. We're almost done. All right. Okay, I got my top five. So, my top five episodes of all time, no order. I'm not going to do an order because that's just way too difficult. But would have to be, I think my top episode ever would have to be Joe Delagrave. Um, I believe that's episode 34, something like that. Uh, Joe has an incredible, incredible story of what he's gone through between his boating accident to being told he's never going to walk again to make you know making it to the olympics to getting cut from the olympics to being a captain and getting cut and 
it, it, just a crazy story that uh, that's episode 34 if you want to go listen to that one uh a personal fun favorite for me is risky business with butch and bull uh that was episode 54 yeah 54 uh granger smith's bus drivers awesome dudes hilarious met them in michigan had a really good time they're just that that was a really fun episode i believe one of the longest episodes i've ever recorded um it was over it was like an hour and 20 minutes yeah an hour and 24 minutes probably the longest episode i've ever recorded uh cj saunders played at ohio state uh from dublin which is around both of us uh from mm-hmm. dublin played at ohio state now he's playing with the panthers but um he his story is pretty good from being a walk on like i think no that uh, he was a walk on at uh ohio state to a captain to the nfl so he has a pretty pretty awesome journey um that's episode 43 Episode six with Chris Bonner is a early one, but that was kind of what helped shape the podcast in a way. That was the point where, you know, we came up with this like kind of a path that this podcast was going to go on and it was unintentional. We just kind of were like, Hey, it, it was me, Teddy and Bon Bon. And like, we were like, Hey, we've all dealt with injuries. Do we want to talk about it? And just kind of, you know, and we had a really good conversation. And I feel like that was one of the most fun episodes that like in the early days that I've recorded. And then a special one to me is episode two. Because it is the first time that a guest was ever on this podcast. And it was the first time I've ever recorded with a guest ever. And because my loyal fans know that I had a podcast before this, that was a complete failure. But. Yeah, those are my top fives. Um, or my top five, and it was uh, yeah, that was not an easy list. But those episodes were probably some of my favorite. Are they the best quality? Not necessarily. Like I wouldn't put because episode two, no mic. We literally put the laptop between me, Teddy, and Coach Hikley, and sat there and recorded just off of my laptop. That was it, and. The quality, when I look back, I'm like, wow, we had really shitty quality. And now I got a whole setup with a soundboard and a ring light and a microphone with the microphone arm. And I feel like Joe Rogan in a really small (laughs) But so now we're kicking it back to you, Jesse, for you can pick one. We're going to go tough time, accountability, and love. One of those three, whichever one you want. Hmm. Uh, I'll go with accountability. Accountability. This question is from, I gotta look, I gotta find it. G, G, Bethany, a friend of mine. She says, What's the best way you can hold yourself, or what do you, in Europe, basically, what, in your opinion, what's the best way to hold yourself accountable? Uh, in my opinion, it would be to set goals, set goals for yourself, set like a daily goal, even if it's just one thing to get right during the day, do that. And then build on top of that, like layer by layer, get, get bigger goals as you go, obviously, but that would probably be my the first thing that comes to mind for me, 
I, what I like that you said too, I feel like my mic is really loud or I feel like I'm yelling. I don't know. <clears throat> what I like that you said too is the fact that, you know, even if it's a daily goal, like one thing that you get done during the day, because I feel like sometimes people look too far into the future and it's good to have that goal, but you also got to like have the steps that it's going to take to get you there. And like each one of those steps should be a mini goal that you need to achieve in order to get there. Like if you want to lose 20 pounds or something, start with, hey, the first goal is to lose five pounds or to get a meal plan or to get a workout plan, buy a gym membership. Like you need those little goals because what I like, you can't get to the top of a ladder if you, you know, if you, the, I don't even know what you call the, the steps are just so far apart. It's easier to get to the top of a ladder if you have a bunch of small steps to get to the top. And exactly. that's what I think a lot of people, I agree with you hundred percent. I think the best way to hold yourself accountable is to have goals. And, you know, and also another thing is the discipline side of things too. And like the other thing, like when you look at it, you can't, if you fail, you can't just be like, Oh, well that goal's done. Like I can't get it now. Like if you fail one of those small goals, it's not over. You, you, you just got to rework. You might have to shift that goal. Like if you wanted to lose 20 pounds by this date, like, all right, it might just be another two weeks, but like you, you have to, you, you have to continue to keep going and be disciplined. I think discipline and accountability tie into each other a lot. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then another thing that, that would come to mind is uh, like self-reflection. Because if you don't get to a goal, you got to be able to look back and see where you strayed from it and then what you can do moving forward to get to actually get there and accomplish that goal. Yeah. Yep. I like it. I like I think anything else you want to add to that question or are we just going to go on the next one? Uh, I think that's it for me. So. I'm going to go, we got future, tough time, and love. And I'm going to go with future, which is from my good friend, Allie, who I've been working on convincing her to come on the podcast because she trains dogs that are like, I don't know exactly, but I know she trains dogs and I want her to come on the podcast, but she won't do it. She's like, I don't have anything to talk about. I'm like, you train dogs. We can talk about it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But uh, I'll kick this one off, but it's where do you see yourself in 10 years? Ooh, I hope married. <laughs> Maybe a kid or two. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Uh, one. 10 years. Why did my stopwatch stop? I don't like that. Uh, 10 years, 10 years. Ooh. Dude, I feel like that's such a hard question. But I also feel like it's partially my fault for not kind of thinking about it. Right. Like, I obviously want to be married with a kid or two in 10 years. I think that's a reasonable thing to hope that happens. But I got to find somebody first. Uh, I'd like to... If I'm not still with the company that I'm with now, I'd like to, even if I am still with them, 
have my own business. Even if it's, you know, the roughnecks on the side kind of creating this into more of a a business. But I, or so also, like, if I leave this job, eventually I have no clue what my plans are. But if I end up, you know, walking away from this job, I I almost feel like I would start my own business. I don't know what, but I feel like I'd, I, I don't know. I've just always had that drive that type of like want to do that in my in me so i feel like that that's where i see myself in 10 years this podcast if hopefully i'm still doing this if i'm still doing this podcast i hope my podcast might not even be a thing in 10 years who knows but i kind (laughs) of hope that the roughnecks is still a thing and it's grown a lot bigger than what it is um other than that i i hope i kind of have my own business and a family Family costs money, though. That is true. That is. So, where does Jesse Beachy see himself in ten years? Oh man! (laughs) Definitely gonna piggyback the one off of you, and then I'd have to say another one would be get rid of student debt. (laughs) and all that crap the shitty thing is is i'd love that but realistically i don't see that happening for me in years realistically no but (laughs) i'll work my way to have it at least close by then yeah yes i 100 percent hope that mine's close by then Oh, student debt. That's a, an episode that's coming up in a couple months. I get ahead of myself. I forget that I have these. Oh, I'm already booked. A fun fact for the listeners. Booked through April and starting May already. So we're, uh, we're, we got guests lined up. And if we get behind, it is 100% my fault and not the guest fault. <laughs> But yeah, so 10 years down the road, where do you, I'm going to put the poll, the little question thing for my Spotify listeners with these questions as well. So you can answer them. So if you're listening on Spotify, I don't know exactly how it works because I've never actually done it, but I've seen it. So Anchor is through a sponsorship or basically owned by Spotify. And I can put in the questions. You guys can go answer the questions if you want to, but. The next one we're going to go is we got tough time, love, or why. And I'm just going to go ahead and get the love out the way. Damn. This question is from a future guest sister, Maya. And it is, who do you love the most in this world? Probably not the love question you thought it was going to be. Hmm. But. That's a good question. Without a doubt, no question for me, my parents. I'm going to... Does it have to be one person or can it be multiple? That's what I was going to say. Because, like, I'd say for the purpose of this podcast, and since I'm the host and can do whatever the freak I want, we'll make it multiple people if you want it to be multiple people. Mine would... Definitely have to be my parents, though. 
I I talked about this on Q and A Friday, and the, these are this is probably like the cliche answer and everything, but like, in realistic, first off, they deal with me still living in their freaking house at twenty, whatever years old I am. I'm not gonna you know call myself out on my own podcast, but um, you guys know how old I am. But, uh, yeah, like they deal with me living here. They deal with all my bullshit. They've dealt with my bullshit for twenty some years uh and you know they they've always done what they can to provide for me like just recently you know i've been having my fair share of car fun but like those wheels they they spotted me on that and like no obviously i'm paying them back for it but it's just like you know even as an adult they're still helping me out doing what they can to uh help me get by so it i I love them for that and i always will and you know, you don't realize the things when you're young, what your parents do to you, do for you until like you're older and then like life hits you and then you got to pay bills. And you're like, you know, like, cause I look at my parents, I'm like, you had four kids right. and you guys like mom didn't like, she was basically a stay at home mom. Yeah. She went and did, she put greeting cards in like Myers and stuff like that, but she like made her own hours. And then like dad, you know, he was leaving at three o'clock in the morning getting home at three four o'clock in the afternoon and it just like i look at it and i'm like how how did you guys like afford things right well shoot it probably helped the stuff was cheaper Ooh, don't get me started we're not gonna go down <laughs> that rabbit hole that might be a, a hold my beer watch this conversation uh, so who do you love the most in this world? Oh, I'd probably have to say my family, mom, dad, and my three sisters. I mean, why did I never realize that you had three sisters? I feel like I knew two of two. Yeah. Obviously, I knew Kristen. Mm-hmm because like she was my class but i mean i'm assuming the other ones are older uh one one older and then the other one's also younger oh okay see i i don't know i don't know how i just never knew this stuff but that shows how good of a person i am to pay attention to things but i knew you had multiple sisters i don't know why i just knew three i only i only knew of two because your older one's married isn't she yeah that's yeah because that's where you were last night yep helping them out yeah she's oh she's pregnant yeah i've gone through that eight times and it's wonderful not me personally <laughs> but like i have eight nieces and nephews right. yeah <laughs> and now my boss's wife is pregnant too so it's like i've been around a lot of pregnancies and then like i watch is it weird all right sorry we're gonna go off of this for a second we're at the age where we're starting to see people get married and become pregnant. And you're just like, I don't, I'm not even, I'm not there yet. What, what, how? Yeah. I feel like it's every time, every, I don't get on like Facebook very often, but. Oh, I love Facebook. What I do, it I'm a big seems Facebook. to never fail that somebody I went to school, like high school with or somebody I went to college with somebody that i somehow know is either getting married or having a baby yeah like we just 
I think I had three weddings that I was invited to last year. And two of them I graduated with. Oh, yeah. You know one I'm talking about, and then the other one was a good old camp house on New Year's Eve. Which I, how do we feel about a wedding on New Year's Eve? <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like I like it, but at the same time, I'm like, that. T- there goes like my plans for New Year's Eve. No, I didn't go because it was like three hours away. Sorry, camp house. Um, but should have gone i really should have gone he came all the way out here for my graduation party i really should have gone to his wedding but oh well but yeah i don't know wedding new year's weddings what do you guys think what what do the fans think think about it we're gonna go to a break and come right back today's episode is brought to you by roughnextpodcast.com if you want to support the podcast, then head over to roughnextpodcast.com and grab you some of that Roughnecks merch. We have everything from t-shirts, long sleeves, sweatshirts, hats, and many more. Stay up to date on the website for new merch coming every couple months. You can place an order and it'll get sent directly to your door, and I don't even take any of the money from it. The money gets put right back into the podcast to continue to improve it for you. If you can't afford to buy some merch this time, then simply just subscribe to the newsletter. And it'll keep you up to date on all the new things that are coming. I appreciate all of the support you guys give. It doesn't go unnoticed. Let's get back to today's episode. And we are back to wrap up Q&A Friday number three. Forgot to start the stopwatch. I don't know why I run a stopwatch, but it's just nice to know when I got to go into break. That's really the only reason. But... I guess Jesse Beachy has some birthday shout shout outs he wants to do. I don't know that we've ever had a birthday shout out on the podcast, so this will be a first. So who do you got a birthday shout out for? All right. Well, since this is coming out on Friday, February 25th, I believe. Yeah. Uh, One of my sisters, actually, the one right under me, Kristen, it's going to be her birthday. So happy birthday, Kristen. And then the other shout out is my buddy I met in car- uh, one of my buddies I met in college, Carlos Centron. He's been on the podcast. He before. has been on the podcast. I did not know tomorrow was his birthday. Yep, tomorrow's his birthday. So happy birthday, Carlos, and happy birthday, Kristen. And because you did a birthday shout out on the podcast, I will send a sticker to both of them for their birthday. Oh, look at you. Man of the people. Speaking of which, the new stickers that we have. Oh, those are fire. I was going to ask you what you thought of them. You will actually probably be the first person to get them. You and Griff. Yeah, you and Griff will be the first people. That's when I'm going to start them. But I was also thinking about, I was talking last night with my brother. Um, I was like, you know, I was showing him the stickers and he was like, yeah, I like, I really like those. He really likes to circle one with just the bowl on it. Um, if you haven't seen them, go over to Roughnecks Podcast on Instagram. They're on there. But I was telling him, I was like, you know, I kind of want to come up with a new design, like a special design that is strictly for guests. Because, like, you know how I send all my guests a sticker. 
I want to come up with something that's like unique and just just strictly for the guests. And like even if I throw in like one of those like the normal stickers, but like they all of the guests get one sticker that's just unique for them. Yeah. Because my brother told me he's like a while back, he's like, you could do a t-shirt. And I'm like, listen, that becomes expensive. (laughs) Stickers are a whole lot cheaper. I can't afford the t-shirts at this time. Oh, once you get on that Rogan level, you'll be all right. Hey, don't call me the next Joe Rogan yet. (laughs) I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would love, that is my, somebody asked me the other day, if you could have one person on your podcast, who would it be? Like before they could even finish their sentence, I was like, Joe Rogan. And they were like, oh. why? And I was like, because he is the king of podcasts. He's like made podcasts what they are. And I just feel like it'd be really fun to talk to the guy. Oh, yeah. But all right. So I'm going to throw it back at you. I think I don't know who answered or who picked the last one, but I'm going to throw it back at you. We got tough time, life lesson, and overcoming. Mm. let's go with overcoming this is from a good friend Danielle not the Danielle that you know (laughs) Uh, this question is what is the hardest thing in your life that you had to overcome and how'd you do it oof Hardest thing I've had to overcome. You want to start or you want me to? Uh, I can go. All right. Mine would have to probably be uh, the death of my dad. He had uh, stage four lung cancer. And by the time he even found out that he had it, it was only a couple months after that and it went by quick and then all of a sudden he passed uh how i overcame it i mean i guess i haven't really overcame it per se but i'm not near as rough as i was right after that even a year after that it's coming up on three years, actually, in March. But it's been that yeah. long. I did. I, Jesus, life flies. I know. It feels like just yesterday, still. But yeah, yeah. It's mine. That that's the thing too. Like I, like you said, like you're never fully like just get over it like you never yeah. get over it. like just full like forget about it like, yeah you might have your good days and bad days but they're like you always in the back of your head have that and i think like that's a good thing too like some people are like oh you just got to move on from it like you know it, it, but like I, I disagree with that like keep those memories like you gotta you can't just like let it like just drop it like it didn't mean anything because in my yeah. opinion it, you're lying to yourself if you say that because it's i mean not that i've gone through like losing a parent or anything like you but you know it's just because my thing that i had to overcome 
I don't know why it's the first thing that popped into my head, but it was just like a big lesson that it taught me kind of, um, it's funny that it, the question is from Danielle and the story has to do with a Danielle, but, uh, it was my, after my senior year of high school, I not, can't believe I'm actually telling the story out on the podcast. Usually I don't really tell this story, but, um, my grandma had been getting bad and I was, I was real close with my, uh, grandma. It was one of two grandparents that I had left at that time. And, uh, for my graduation gift, my girlfriend at the time, her parents, they were going on a family vacation to Myrtle beach. They let me go with them. Um, so I went, well, I was, we were at her house about to leave that day. And I remember getting a phone call from my brother and he goes, Hey, just want to let you know, grandma just, grandma just got rushed to the hospital. Doctors said it could be two weeks, two hours, two months. They don't know. And I was like, he's like, you can go on vacation if you want to. No one's going to be mad at you. It's a, it's your decision. Just wanted to let you know. And then at that point, you know, I'm 18 and I'm like, what I, at that point, you just kind of wish somebody would tell you what to do. Oh yeah. Um, I remember sitting there like just thinking about what I wanted to do. And I, I think in the back of my head, I had faith. Like I had hope, like, yeah, you know, it's only a week. I think I'll be all right. I went on the vacation I think, like, not even halfway through it, she ended up passing away. And it it just, what really stuck with me is my last memory that I have with my grandmother is over FaceTime. And that is what bothers me, I think, the most. And it's just like, how I overcame it, I think it was just the fact that I learned a lesson that day, and I have it. I had it tatted on my arm at this at time. Like I already had the tattoo. Uh, yeah, I already had the tattoo. No, maybe not. I was already planning on getting the tattoo at least of the family that I have on the inside of my arm. And like I, I looked. I remember like sitting there one day, and I looked at that, and I'm like, how much? Does your family really mean to you if you have, like, did you just get it because it looks cool? Or does it, does your family really mean something to you? And that was like kind of my wake up call in a way that, hey, your family has always been there for you. And I think that was like, it, maybe I didn't like, not necessarily something I had to overcome, but a lesson learned in a way. Like, family, like I've always said, like, I'm close with my family. My family's number one. But that after that, that's when I think I realized, like, hey, when shit like like that happens, you have to put your family first. And that was like the biggest lesson I think I learned with that. Man, it just took a, a downturn or a weird turn after the uh, break, but we went from birthday to <laughs> but <laughs> the next ones we got we got tough time life lesson. And no fear. 
And we are going to go with, I feel like tough times kind of a, I feel like that's kind of the same question that we just both answered. I mean, we might skip yeah. that. That was from Mason. And I'll read the question, but I don't think we're going to answer it. And it was through the toughest times of your life. What was one of the most, eh, we'll answer that one. But we'll, uh, we're going to go with no fear first. And this is from Sierra. She always gives me good questions for Q&A Friday. And it is, what is one thing you would do if fear wasn't a factor and you couldn't fail? Ooh. Man, that's a good one. I'd 100% start my own business. A hundred, like I, I don't know why that's the first thing that comes to mind. Maybe it's because I've already talked about it, but I would go start my own business because there is a lot of fear with everybody when they go to start a business because of the fact, like the money side of things and just like not knowing if it's going to make it and just all this stuff and knowing you couldn't fail, like knowing it was going to succeed, even if it was a little success, I would start my own business. I think that is the one thing that I'd go and do. I, I don't know why. I just, like, I feel like there's, like, people are like, oh, there's, like, so many other things that you could go do. I don't know why that's the one thing that, I think it's the big thing for that question is that you couldn't fail. That's what makes me want to go do that. Mm-hmm. No, that, that, I mean, honestly, that's the first thing I thought of, too. Yeah. But. I'll give a different answer. I'm trying to give like a little. My second thing would be like moving somewhere else. Ooh, that's a good one. That's like a really good somewhere one. else, and then like just doing like me, like doing what I have to do work wise, meeting new people, whatever. But yeah, yeah. now that you say that, I've talked about this on this podcast a lot about wanting to move out to like Montana or something. Yes. But there's always like the fear of running out of money, uh, not having yeah. a reliable car to get there, like stuff like that. That yeah, those that's a really good one. I didn't even I don't know how that didn't come to mind. But yeah, those that that's a good one there. So we're down to Three questions. We got tough time, life lesson, and why. Uh, let's go life lesson. If, uh, there we go. Uh, what life lesson did you learn the hard way? I'm going to go back to an answer that I already gave essentially that family is number one, like family is the biggest thing for me. And I already explained it, but like, you know, going back to that whole story of going on that vacation and not being able to really say goodbye to a loved one. That was, I think a lesson that I learned the hard way. I have to, you know, I, I have other memories with her other than that FaceTime, like, and I've talked about it on this podcast before, but 
it, that was a lesson that I learned the hard way. Right. Mine would have to be the world. Mine would have to be the the world doesn't stop just because you're feeling. I mean some type of way something happens in your life somebody passes the world uh, the world does not give a crap about you it's going to keep going it doesn't matter i was actually as you right before you said that i was thinking about something and it's the uh, rocky balboa quote and i have a poster of it where the world ain't all sunshine and rainbows it's a very mean and nasty place and i don't care how tough you are It'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. If you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth, but you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you aren't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that, and that ain't you. That right there. One of my all-time favorite movie quotes, and it's just like a great life quote because, I mean, in reality, you don't think about it when you're younger, but when, you know, we, we get into the real world a little bit, like, like you said, the world doesn't give a shit about you. It's not going to stop because you have a bad day. I could be having a bad day, show up to work, or like having a bad morning, show up to work. They don't give a shit. Like, yeah, they might be my friends and like, if you're like, help you out, but also at the same time, like, they don't know, they don't like, and they might care, but at the end, they don't really care and nothing against them. They, they shouldn't. And it's just like the work, like, you know, my car, no one's going to like work doesn't stop because my car broke down. I still have to find a way to get to work. I have to, I had to call, um, the guy, uh, Brent who I work with and be like, Hey, can you, can you bring me to work? Like, you know, in like. Uh, you have to you go through all this shit in life and it's not going to stop just because you're having a bad day it, it no one it like you know the world's just going to keep spinning the day's going to keep going and that's another thing that we have to look at too when you look at things that happen to you like you can't sit there and let it affect you too long I, i'm sure you've heard of the five minute rule or whatever take five minutes be pissed off about it whatever be sad about it but if it's not going to affect you in five years, don't spend more than five minutes on it. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. And that's not saying that I'm great at that. I struggle with that still. Like, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that like, you're never going to get perfect at it. There's going to be things that happen that, and I'm not saying things like don't, you, you shouldn't like take more than five minutes for everything. But like, you know, there's a lot of things like, little things that happen in our lives that we let affect our entire day when it we should but last two questions we got tough time and why and i'm gonna go with why and we'll save tough time for last and why is the question from wyatt griffith on episode 78 and is what is your why for you today hmm I think my why personally 
I, I kind of have two. My why for why I do a lot of things now is kind of like for my family and then also like for my future. Like I've talked about, like, you know, I'm hopefully going to have, knock on wood, a wife and kids one day. And you have to work hard now. And that's one thing that I learned. Like you have to work, your, like now's the time to work your ass off. You know, you work that overtime and make that money now because it's going to be harder to do it later in life. So that that's part of my why. And then the other part of my why is to prove a lot of people wrong. There's a lot of people that have told me not as much now, but like back when I started this podcast, you know, they probably didn't think anything of it or, you know, like, or like, why do you have a podcast? Why do you do this? Like, that's just one of the things. And it's just like, I know I can do it. So I want to preview, like, I want to prove people wrong. And I don't base my life off of like proving those people wrong. I don't go around being like, see, told you so. Like, it's just one of those, like, I want them to, when I post it on social media or something, they'd be like, Jesus, he's 80 episodes into this thing. Oh, he has a website. He has his own merch. Like, that makes me feel good to like, and then like, I've had seen, I can see who buys my merch and I've like seen it and I'm like, hmm, hmm, you, you bought my merch. So like it's somebody that I didn't really talk to or something. And oh, I appreciate that. Like I, I love that people buy my merch, but roughnextpodcast.com if you guys didn't know. Uh, but it's just, it, it, I just want to prove people wrong without, I don't even, I, I want to prove them wrong with the things that I do, not like showing it or rubbing it on their face or anything. I just want to prove them wrong and be like, want them to like, you know, if they see me and see the things that I've done, just be like, wow, I just never expected that out of him. Mm-hmm. Man, that was good. You stole some of mine. <laughs> uh, me and you are a lot of the same person, so, like, I feel like we kind of have similar answers on a lot of things. Right. My why would, I mean, mainly would have to be, like, family-oriented. Like, I mean, if anybody in my family needs help with something, like, be there, help them mm-hmm. out with it. It's gonna, it's not gonna inconvenience your whole entire day to go help them do something when they always are willing to do the same for you. So it had to be that, and then. Yeah, going off that real quick, I like look at that and I because I'm the youngest of my siblings and, you know, I look at all the things that if I have car trouble or something, my brother-in-law is always like helping. Like he's like, get me cheaper parts or like just like stuff like that. My brother always went like he came over the other night and was helping me with something like just all this stuff that I look at them helping me. And I hope one day to be able to like kind of repay them. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I like when they, you know, if they need a little bit of money or something, like I hope to be able to do that. Obviously I'm not in the financial situation to do that at this moment, but like not even just money thing, just going, like you said, just helping them with whatever they need and being able to like, it's yeah, it might be a minor inconvenience in your day, but at the same time, like being able to help them and not expecting anything in return is what like that that's kind of your why like you i feel you feel better too like when you go help somebody with something and you're like you know i don't 
want anything in return, but I just feel like I, you feel like you did a good deed. Exactly. And that's like the one thing, that's one of the many things I hate about like, I don't know how it is like nowadays where if somebody helps somebody, you they have to take a video of it and they got to post it on social media and get instant gratification for it when it is literally the same exact thing doing it without a camera on you is what is going to be way more beneficial to you and to the other person because like i mean you know if you're helping somebody you don't know what's the point of recording them when you don't know what what their situation is and how people are going to perceive them in the video the videos are always one-sided you're going to get whatever you see yeah you get like the whole story behind it yeah there this is somewhat off of what you said but kind of not like i saw a video on tiktok the other day and yeah it was posted on social media so i look at it in two different sides of it but like it was these people, they walked up to a stranger and was like, hey, would you write a stranger or a note, a note for a stranger? And this dude wrote one. And I'm sure they had some people write some stupid freaking things, like whatever. And obviously, you don't see that. That's not what they post. But the one that they showed was, you look awesome today. Smile. And they took that note, folded it up, walked over like, I don't know where, like, but they walked to somebody else, handed it to him, and just walked away. And they had a camera, like, hiding back way behind them. And it was, you know, you watch the person open it. And they just, like, waved their hand, and you could see the smile on their face. And it's like, you know, like, you're spreading positivity. You're spreading good things. So, yeah, you post it on social media. That's the thing I look at. Like, I'm sure there's probably people. That's the thing, though. There's probably people out there that do that. And you just don't see it because it's not posted on social media, but it, it, it like, that's the kind of stuff that you like, I like to see too. Right. Makes you think that you get a sense of hope in the world that there is still good in this world. And like, that is like a positive about like the videos is it gives people, I mean, simple, simple ways to do something like that whenever they can if they're not like the type of person to just go up to somebody like randomly, it'll give them ideas of what they can do with their friends or something. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But we're on to the final question of the podcast and it is from Mason Tomlin through the toughest times of your life. What was one of the most important things that you could rely on to keep going forward? I feel like we're making another circle back here to the same freaking thing and it's family. That like yeah. that is the one thing that I could always rely on to keep going forward. And you know, like even when you don't have faith in yourself, your family like makes you feel like you have more faith. Like it can it convinces you almost sometimes. Now like I will say not everybody's family's the same. Not everybody's like going to be con- like positive and some people are going to try and bring you down but you know for me personally it was my family that kept me going forward and you know there was a time where I almost left a woo and was just about done because I mean to be honest the main reason I went there was to play football and because 
it's very expensive to go there as we've uh, both seen uh and when i wasn't playing i was like you know but then i also felt like am i giving up am i just like quitting and that was when i like you know i remember my family telling me like you know you're not giving up on football you're looking at it from a different perspective of it costs a lot of money and i don't feel like waiting till my senior year to play which sounds like it sounds kind of selfish in a way but also i look at it like you know like it it was a financial thing that i was looking at like yeah. dude, did i want to go into all this that because i could have came back home went to you know osu newark or cotc or whatever like gone to columbus state whatever and you know gone and got a degree but it, it, it was the football thing that i just felt like i was giving up on and it, it was a hard thing to go through but then luckily i got to play a handful my sophomore year and let my allow myself to prove myself a little bit and got to play my junior year at a different position but because that was the thing too when I, I was like you know i played after mario tours acl and then came back in my junior year and we had mario rubel heidel all at safety me and shane or no i think shane moved the linebacker that year but we're, we, i was like I'm, I'm about to sit this whole year because like or barely get any playing time because I'm, I'm not they were all good safeties it was nothing against them it was just like they were better than me and that was one thing that i realized and then luckily they were like hey you want to go play corner and i was like sure i'll figure it out i guess <laughs> heck yeah you can get on the field do whatever you so that's what i looked at and i was like you know what i'll do whatever i can to help the team it may not be the best because like there is no denying i've always said i was not meant to be a corner i did not have the skill set to be a corner it just that year that was kind of they trusted me to do it and there was a reason we ran a lot of zone and not a lot of man <laughs> hey it'd be like that sometimes it does but uh i guess that's all the questions or do you want to keep answering that one or are you you done with that one yeah i mean i'd have to go right off of what you said family i mean they're going to be the ones to motivate you when you're when you can't motivate yourself i mean as bad as that sounds because mm -hmm. i always have motivation but there's gonna be days where and hard times where you literally don't feel like doing anything. Every person and goes, you might not it. even realize. Yeah. That's like, the thing too. You might not even realize what you're doing, but then they'll help you realize that. And then once you realize it, you'll learn a lot from it. Yeah. Like you don't think like people like David Goggins, Jocko Willink or, uh Cameron Haynes uh I don't know if you know who all those people are but like mm -hmm. people like that you don't think they have the days where they're like god I really just don't want to do anything today like we all have it it doesn't matter if it is the, like they're the, they work out every single day they all go through the day now they have this self discipline to go and like make it happen but like we all have the days where motivation is a struggle 
And that's where like their why comes into play and they're, you know, the people that are the thing, whatever it is that keeps them going through tough times, whatever helps for a lot, like going off those questions, that's where that comes into play and helps motivate them because like we all have a struggle at some point of where we just don't want to do anything, but you have to have the self-discipline. You have to remember your why. And this, that's a big thing that has been talked about on this podcast a lot is what is your why? And it, it takes a lot of, and your why can change. And it is, takes a while for us to kind of like truly figure out what our why is. Cause I'm sure like what we said, what our why is for you today with that question, I'm sure it will change within the next five years. Right. But with that, that's a wrap on the 80s episode of the Roughnecks podcast. Q&A, number three, wrapped up. Uh, announcements real quick. Go If you want to go buy some merch, go over to roughnextpodcast.com and get some merch because some of that merch, if you want to know which merch is going to be disappearing, uh, shoot me a message because some of that merch will be disappearing on March 13th where I will also be dropping new merch. already have all of that done, I believe. Oh, another uh, announcement. I am going to do another. I did it last year, but it was kind of smaller. But I'm going to do another March Madness challenge. Your brackets must be submitted March 15th. Um, More details on that to come. But there will be prizes for first, second, and third. It'll be on the ESPN tournament app. So that's the easiest way for me to track it. Um, if you want to enter in that, it's free to enter and then you could win some Roughnecks merch if you are one of the good ones. Other than that, that's a wrap. I think that's all I got for today's episode. Thank you, Jesse, for being on yet again. I'm sure, well, you're not done. You got, uh, a lot more episodes to come. You'll probably be one of the most reappearing guests on the podcast without a doubt other Teddy doesn't, I don't even count Teddy because he was the (laughs) co-host. So, but thank you for coming back on, man. Hey, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Uh, tune in Monday. We will have another guest. Uh, hopefully I get that recorded on Saturday, I believe. Yes. Saturday, but, uh, we will have another guest, but until then you guys know the deal. Life is hard, and it's going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let the bull of life walk all over you. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. If you liked today's episode, then be sure to subscribe rate and review and share it with a friend if you got some value from it head over to social media and follow the roughnecks podcast on instagram tiktok twitter facebook and subscribe to that youtube channel don't forget to get you some of that merch by heading over to roughneckspodcast.com and subscribe to the newsletter while you're there see y'all next week roughnecks out